Welcome to Snack Overflow, a bite-sized podcast about snacks and computers. I'm your host, Stretty Harpa. On this episode, we'll discuss purse candy, obscure video games, being a tech spouse, and a ranty aside on doing what you love. Thanks for having me. Yeah, our guest this week is Megan. Yay! Woo! Woo! Bow, bow, bow! Emoji high five! Um, so I think I told you in an email that I was like, we gotta, we gotta be on my podcast because I have, you know, we share similar snack opinions. Snacks are <laughs> a big part of my life. <laughs> so I think I told you about our, the two topics, I guess they're not really questions, but the two topics are, you know, tell me about some snack stuff, tell me about, you know, some computer stuff. Um, and the first thing I'm going to tell you is you brought purse candy into my life. <laughs> My mother would be so proud. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, <laughs> as a little girl, I was always like, oh, one day I'm going to have the willpower to have, like, purse candy, <laughs> and it's going to be Werther's Originals, and it's going to be amazing, and that was, like, the specific candy, and I was like, one day it will be me, and then you came into my life, and you, and you had them, and also... <laughs> One thing is, Megan just went to her counter and like, there's like an open pack of Werther's Originals, and I just like pulled into my purse and I have the same pack because she gave it to me. <laughs> Candy soulmates. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like my mom would be either ashamed or super proud of me for the the purse candy. Um, I feel like my mom growing up always had candies in the car. She she really liked the, the Werther's original hard candies. And then um, like the Lifesaver um, minty ones. I mean, if you ride in her car in the like little, whatever those pockets yeah, on the side of the door, mm-hmm. loose candies. I mean, not loose. They're wrapped. They're individually wrapped. But you can always dig around there and find candies. And at her office, um, she has a locked drawer full of candies and snacks. Um, and so I, I guess I have taken after her. <laughs> I want to be your mom when I grow up. <laughs> well... She, she likes, I, I guess I'm turning into her for better or worse. <laughs> uh, life goals. Yes. So one, thank you for introducing me to the concept of like purse candy. The, the problem with purse candy is it's hard to, you'll, you'll go through, it disappears very quickly. So <laughs> this, so you gave this to me maybe about three or four weeks ago oh, and I still have it only because I don't know where to go to replace it. Ah, you're really <laughs> milking them. I'm like, the, so I've been like, oh, I'll, I'll be like, oh, I really want some candy and I'll be like, all right, well, you only got two left. <laughs> well, I don't know where to go because I remember I, I was at Walgreens and I texted you and I was like, yo, I'm in the candy aisle. <laughs> they don't have any like single packet like Werther's. They had like all kinds of packaged candies, but they didn't have like this particular like roll of candy. And then the next time I saw you, you were like, look what I got for you. <laughs> and it was like the best moment of my life probably. And so I just... Where do you find I'm, I'm not sure if I should tell you, because then now I can always have a special treat for you. Oh, but that's true. I, I can I can give you my tip. There's a corner gas station <laughs> uh, block from our house that oh. uh, I had just stopped there to get gas one day, and I went in and I saw them, and I bought like four packs. Oh God, yeah, that's what you do. I am a bicyclist, which is why I'm never in a gas station. I never think. Oh, yes. Gas station candy. <laughs> gas station is the best candy. No, <laughs> Maybe it is. Maybe that's what they've got going on. Like their competitive advantage is their their candy selection. Their candy selection. Yeah, I, maybe. <laughs> well, I I don't frequent. I try not to go into gas station mini marts if I can help it. But apparently there there are good things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, I wonder what else could we talk about that is snack related. Snack related. Well, um, I thought of it. You said when you when you sent me the email, you were saying snack related story or just talk about snacks. Oh. I, um, I I had something pop in my mind that is uh, well, my love of snacks has come you know from my mother. Um, but I also remembered. Um, so in middle school, I went to a um, a private school that I had to take a bus to. It was about half an hour from where I grew up. And um, my neighborhood, there was a, a decent contingent of kids that took the bus to our school. And um, a good friend of mine, Sam, who hopefully will never hear this because he'll probably <laughs> die of embarrassment, um, <laughs> he and I rode the bus together. And um, after school, so the school got out at, I don't know, 3.30, and the bus left at 3.45. So there was 15 minutes, and you had to make sure you're on the bus. Mm-hmm. Because if you miss the bus, your parents can be pissed because they got to drive out and pick you up. Nobody wants to do that. Um, and so I don't know how we worked out this deal. And the deal was all on. I, I was the winner of this deal. Um, Sam would go buy two Dr. Peppers from okay. the, the vending machine. And then he would run over to the bookstore, which was where you bought books, but also candy for some reason. They had a candy selection. And he would buy me a pack of Chewy Sprees. Um, and run and, and like barely make it to the bus every time. And I would always have the back row of the bus saved for us. And so he would give me the candy, those chewy sprees and my Diet Coke. And I don't even know if he got a candy in this. So he was just buying me a Dr. Pepper and a roll of chewy sprees. And um, this came up many years later. He was like, I I think you probably owe me like hundreds of dollars (laughs) (laughs) for all those treats. Um, so, thanks, Sam. <laughs> he could have had a crush on you. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, looking back now, uh, I, I yeah probably. But uh, I, I at the time did, maybe was unaware. But uh, sorry about you know, it. Sam. Worked out. Thanks so much. Love you. <laughs> so this uh, is kind of like a, a common theme in the, <laughs> in like the in these interviews so far is like. There is a dude giving ladies I like snacks as a way into their heart. I mean, it's just smart men know (laughs) that, you know, you give a woman what she wants. And a lot of times it's candy, food, Dr. Pepper, no, two screens. Two screens. (laughs) Well, I I think I, um, I, my snack preference is now much more on the salty, savory Mm. side. I might have overdone it with uh, two screens and (laughs) uh, the like as a child, but, um, yeah, now uh, I, I I love snacks. They are dangerous for me. I have very little willpower, so I if snacks are around. They disappear quickly. Um, so I try to keep healthy, more adult snacks. I'm using air quotes for this, uh, like nuts or uh, I guess nuts <laughs> around. But like it's so unsatisfying. I know. Yeah, I mean. Chips are good. So whenever I'm traveling, that's kind of when we really ball out on mm. snacks. Um, and, you know, if you're flying or driving and you stop at the gas station. Um, but my go-to now, I really love Gardettos. <gasps> so um, those are so good. We had a conversation about this. I think we were talking about that they have like a pack that's all... Brown chips. Yes, all the brown chips, which are the saltiest in mm-hmm. the, you know, whatever. The in the Gardetto kingdom. Yeah. <laughs> or you know, whatever that melange they like put together that you... Pick through. Yeah. But yeah, I always thought it was interesting that they did like brown chip only. I had no idea that they so were so popular. this was news to me as well yeah. because that's my favorite. I'm, nobody wants to share a bag with me because <laughs> I pick out the, I'm a, I pick out the ones I like and I leave, I mean, it's, 
who wants the pretzel? I mean, actually, okay. I feel like I like the pretzel because they're oh. coated in some sort of like salty thing. Okay, maybe we, we could would, share. Maybe bag. we would have like come, you know. I'll eat all the brown chips, and then I also like those little. Um, I'm not even sure what they are, but they kind of look like three balls together, like kind of crackery. <laughs> I don't know. They're kind of funny looking I and like delicious. The, I think, like the, the cylindrical, like. Oh, yeah. I might be getting Chex Mix confused with Gardetto. <laughs> I love Chex Mix also. The traditional kind. No weird yeah. no weird shenanigans in it. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite snack? Oh, there's so many. <laughs> How can I choose? Oh, no. I, I hate favorites, so you can say things you so, like. So, um, chocolate chip cookies. Okay. Yes. So good. So good. I mean, snack, but also a dessert. It's, it's a two for one. Yeah. yeah. Um... I really like caramels, mm-hmm. like just, you know. The, like hard caramels or no, kind of chewy? The chewy oh, kind. Yeah. I remember uh, as a child, my parents were really uh, permissive when it came to the bulk candy section at the grocery <laughs> store. Like, and they were like, you can have like a treat. And I was always like, you got to get these caramels. Because you can unwrap them and they were like distinct measurements of snack yeah so we, oh i can have three of these and so did, how did they decide what your limit you know you can pick out a oh, so it was like the three so like i have three siblings very close in age and they'd be like you all together have to decide on a snack ah, and so. i was a bully as a child <laughs> <laughs> we're having caramels <laughs> we're doing this or what would happen is my dad would get us um my dad built the grocery sh- like shopping growing up and he was like he would take us and we were annoying because we were children. <laughs> no. And so to pacify us, he would let us share a pack of Rolos. And I still have a lot of fondness for Rolos. Oh, Rolos, yeah. yes. Yeah. I kind of forgot about yeah. those. Those They're are legit. Good. And they still exist. You can find them somewhere. Oh, yeah. There's so many candies. I mean, I feel like a, as an adult, I don't partake in candies as much as I did as a child. Yeah. Um, Rolos. That takes me back. Yeah. I think Sam bought me Rolos from time to time. That was like a Friday treat or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's like special Friday. Rollo Friday. Yeah. I feel like if... I don't know if Rolo would be a good purse candy. I think it would yeah, melt. Cho- chocolate is dangerous. Yeah. Because um, it smushes. Yeah. But they're damn delicious. So maybe it'd be like a one-time only snack. Like a single Rolo. <laughs> or maybe we could come up with better packaging. Like a hard shell. Yeah. If anybody from Rolo is listening... <laughs> Make it more portable uh, for the purse candy elite. (laughs) I have uh, an email address that you can send some samples to. (laughs) You can email us at rollo at snackoverflow.fm if you have any leads. I'm making the real email address. I I, I was about to give my own. No, (laughs) we're going to protect the the innocent. Well, I uh, I do not work in tech. Good for <laughs> so you. My, I, I guess. Uh, my husband does, so. but um, I um, work in a kitchen. I manage a kitchen at a bakery, um, and we're in a commercial kitchen space, so I very rarely interact with the computer during the day, um, but I do um, freelance uh, photography and graphic design, so for that, I do work with the computer, but um, yeah, computers. I don't... They're cool, I guess. Um, well, what's, I guess.
guess, um, what is your favorite thing that you've ever, like, made or done with a computer? Or was there any, like, oh, I saw this on the internet, and I was like, this is banging, thank God for the internet, you know, that kind of thing. Oh. You know, it's a very wide question. Yeah, that is a very wide question. Favorite like, thing. I don't know if there's a necessarily a favorite thing I've ever done with a computer. I mean, I kind of remember as a child, um, when I first... My, my family, I remember when we got our first computer, but um, my mom will also be embarrassed of this story if she ever hears this. But so my parents, um, we moved into a house that, um, it, it was an old house. I mean, it's probably pushing 100 years old, but the family that had lived in it before us had done some renovations and they extended the house. And so they added on a garage I don't know where the garage mm-hmm. used to be, but the upstairs of the garage became the master bath for the master bedroom. And apparently a thing in the late eighties, early nineties was, um, these, these ideas of master baths and it had pink carpet yeah. as you do and terrible like yellow and pink flower wallpaper. It was a mess. I'm like one of those mirrored closet, you know, closet doors that opens up. But, um, you know, nice, you know, nice 90s style jacuzzi bathtub and, you know, the his and hers sinks (laughs) and whatnot. But for whatever reason, that is where my parents decided to put the computer. So there was was a walk-in closet and the the toilet was like a separate, like toilet closet. So you could have privacy if you used the bathroom. But there was a desk up there. And that's where the computer lived. No, my parents did a similar thing when we moved to Louisville, and they kept the computer in like this long hallway that then led to their the master bath. I think it was because that was the only computer in the house, and they wanted to curtail oh, our computer absolutely. usage because you couldn't go in there at night. Right, I, you couldn't sneak in at, after they're asleep yeah. and message your boyfriend on or the internet. Whoever. You know, chatting on the internet you with know, strangers and. Maybe ending up on like the Catch a Predator. <laughs> that didn't exist back then. Well, it might have. I mean, I feel like I'm sure that fear was in parents' minds oh, yeah. the whole time. For but sure. Maybe that's what it Although, was. Although, I, I wonder, because this was, um, well, in my mind, it was early in the. I mean, I remember when we got um, AOL and, like, Instant Messenger mm-hmm. was a thing. And I don't even think my parents knew that I was even on that and yeah. talking to my classmates. I think. I, I think they just didn't even know the, the risks and the concerns that you mm-hmm. should have. Whereas now, I, I feel that parents, there's a lot more, at least you know, mm-hmm. certain amount of, of uh, worry that you should have about <laughs> kids on the internet. But, I, well, so I was thinking about this, this computer, and it was kind of an escape for me. I have three younger brothers, and God love them, but they're, they're a lot. And so <laughs> I, the computer was kind of, a, the computer room, I guess, was a place for me to kind of escape to. And... Um, I would go up there, play games, or um, this kind of embarrassing thing. I, I like to write, um, and I used to write stories, um, you know, with actual pen and paper. But um, when we got the computer, I started typing them up, and I was super nerdy, and I got on Excel or whatever the equivalent. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if that was a thing back then. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it was. But I made a spreadsheet, and I had a lot of characters in my stories. And so I had each character on a line, so I knew their first name and their last name and how old they were and what hair color they had. <laughs> so that all my, you know, everything was consistent. lined up. Because it drove me crazy when you read books and things. To, you know, or you see it in the movies, too, where right. they, they aren't consistent with their things. And so I had a very <laughs> structured, like, well... Sarah has blonde hair, and her boyfriend is John. You know, yeah. whatever. So um, that's kind of embarrassing. You can no, I think that's actually a really admirable. 
I aspire to be like you, Megan. Oh, well, <laughs> might be the only person. That <laughs> <laughs> is true. Um, and then the other memories with, with the computer room are playing games on the computer. And I, I think I've actually talked to you about this before, and I bring this up occasionally. I don't know why it pops in my head, but there was this game that my my the oldest of my three younger brothers and I used to play um, called Power Pete, which nobody else that I have talked to has ever heard of this game. I don't know if it came with the computer, but it was this very strange... I've, I've looked it up. There's a Wikipedia article about it, but um, it, very strange game where you're this guy named Pete, mm-hmm. and there's different levels, and um, I don't really know how to explain it other than you're trying... I think you're trying to save a princess, but there's one level is kind of a dinosaur kind of Jurassic uh-huh. level and there's another level with um, where you're trying to kill bunnies I don't know it's very strange if anybody has heard of it please reach out to me because I feel like this is a figment of my imagination possibly um, but I would spend hours I mean yeah. I'm not I guess I wouldn't call myself a gamer but I have a pretty addictive personality <laughs> so I mean I, I would be up there for hours like you know till your eyes are just completely ugh glazed over you just gotta walk it off i'm surprised maybe my parents weren't home and they didn't know i was up there for so long playing power pete but you know the truth comes out yeah. <laughs> sorry mom I, this whole thing is like sorry mom <laughs> but i mean that's so funny because i think that really speaks to like what a good kid you are if you're like oh like i ate a lot of candy and i played video games sorry mom as opposed to like i kind of had a drug problem and like i was strung out sorry mom you sorry, know mom. It's like you're fine. All right. Well, <laughs> as an adult person, I'm going to give you the thanks. Hopefully, she feels the same. As an adult you. person, not related to you. <laughs> yeah, you turned out great. <laughs> well, thanks. Um, but yeah. so curious about like what it's like being on the other side of it because we've been at parties where like all of the dudes are talking about a computer and all the ladies on the other side of the room talking about literally anything else and I always prefer the lady conversations like yeah I can hold my own talking about whatever computer topic of the day but I find that really boring right because we're not at work like we're so much more than our job I mean and that's it's great I, I look at it from the perspective of I think it's great that my husband or anybody mm-hmm. loves, you know, enjoys what they do so much and they're thinking about it outside of work and they're excited to be yeah. talking about it. But that a lot of times in those, com- I have not, I don't have much to add to those conversations because I don't really know what they're talking about. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I think, I think that they make concerted effort to try to curtail that conversation around some of us. It depends mm-hmm. who you're with, I mm-hmm. guess, and where you are, but, um, and it doesn't have to be just ladies, but it, it does often end up being like tech people talking about tech and the other people talking about anything else. Those are way more interesting. I feel like I only am thinking about computers if I'm behind at work. Like I was showering this morning on my way to meet you and I was like, oh God, like I gotta do all these things. And I was like thinking about like how I do it and I was like, this is a problem. Like and only because I feel like I need to finish this task and then I can think about other stuff. It's like right. taking a real estate in my brain. See, but that's not solely, that's not exclusive to tech. Because, no. I mean, I, I feel that way. I think about work when I'm not at work, about what, what's next, what I have to do. Yeah. Or, you know, 
how are things going? Is this going to be, is tomorrow going to be terrible <laughs> because of X, Y, Z? You yeah. know, I, I think that's just natural that right. something you're spending eight plus hours a day yeah, is going to take more real estate in your brain. Yeah, but that only happens when like I'm on a deadline or I'm behind. Right. Like well, otherwise good. I'm like, let me think about snacks or like, <laughs> let me think about how I really need to get my bike repaired or like any other thing. Yeah. So it's interesting to see like that bifurcation uh, in a social setting. Yeah. Because I kind of want to be like, don't you have like interests in that? Like, <laughs> well, that's, I mean, I, I think that that's an interesting topic yeah. because I, I think that com- computers are an interest to a lot of people yeah. and there's so much, so much more than this is what I do at work. Um, I think mm-hmm. you can, well, I mean, I, I think even people that work in non-tech jobs, yeah. creative jobs, I mean, I, I have a creative job, but I, I do creative things in my free time. Yeah. That are not unrelated to my job. You know, yeah. I like to bake and yeah. make food and other things. I mean, you know, so that's kind of, I think it's just natural when it's yeah. something you're good at and you enjoy doing. Yeah. I think that there's also been like a really interesting push in tech to like have it be your passion. Like right. they want people who are passionate so that like you just think about computers all the time and like you do it in your spare time and like you're just like a computer yourself. <laughs> because I think some of it is a little exploitive, but you know, that's been like the push like if you're passionate about a computer you're gonna go far i'm kind of like i want to be passionate about like humans or <laughs> right like anything, anything else, else. Well, but I mean, <laughs> not to say that i don't like computering or you know programming or whatever but i feel like there should be like a a line yeah well i i feel that that's been a that, that's not that's another it's not exclusive to tech thing i know people that I mean, isn't that kind of the goal that you love your job and you're so passionate about it that it doesn't feel like a job? I think that's a little idealistic. Yeah. I'm never going to be that kind of person, and I'm okay with that. It's <laughs> a very, like, I'm a millennial yes. kind of thought process because our parents were like, we're going to work because of money, right. and this is a J-O-B, and not like, this is my career and my passion because I think if you monetize your passion, you get burned out really quickly. Exactly. And I think that I think there's a little bit of, like, wisdom in, like, not doing exactly what you love for work because I think it drives that out of your heart. For sure. So. But our parents did make us. So, so twist. Somehow, I know. How did this happen? <laughs> because they told us we were so wonderful and we could do anything we wanted and we deserve to be the best. Yeah. Well, I feel like that's also like a lot of the reason why there's all of these problems right now in terms of like, oh, like, you know, the recession and all this post-recession stuff. And I don't know. I've, I've, Feelings about this, but it's not well articulated. Yeah, well, that's that's a hard topic. That doesn't have just snacks or computers. <laughs> but well, here we are anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I've exhausted all of yeah. my conversational topics about these two things. I yeah I I like snacks. Yeah. Computers are cool. Yeah. Have enough to work with here, so I think we'll be okay. <laughs> I'll, send, I'll send you a rough cut. Yes. <laughs> We're gonna um, get it, dig into our Werther's oh original God, hard yeah. candies now and try to make you jealous. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna open the package. Oh, nope, can't do it. Snacks. <laughs> I feel like that's gonna be my, my text tone soon. <laughs> crinkle, crinkle, snap. Snacks. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay. Well, you've been a lovely guest as always. Well, thanks for having me. Of course. Joy. (laughs) You're a joy. Stay excellent. (laughs) You stay classy.
Overflow is produced by me, Gretchi Herpa. Our theme and interstitial music is courtesy of the band Super Users. Snack Overflow is a proud member of the Merd Industries Creative Umbrella. You can find us online at snackoverflow.fm or on Twitter. Our handle is at snackoverflowfm. Thanks for listening. Thank you.